Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Inflation. I think we can start talking about it. Why does everything cost so much? Well, it's, it's this is the first time, well, it's not the first time in my life, but I would say I have never in all of my years noticed it to the extent that we're experiencing it this time. Everything is going up. So can you give us like a 30-second economics lesson for those of us who weren't paying attention 20 years ago in econ class? For what? Like what causes inflation? What does it mean? How long does it well, last? You know what? I am not an economics guy, but I will tell you. <laughs> but you that, understand numbers. and Well, a, a little bit. I can tell you that uh, when, when they blame the president for the price of gas, anybody who knows anything about actually how it happens, and I understand that certain policy can affect it, but it's that's not, it's not him. It's not him. That's not him. It's all, it's the commodities. It's trading. It's like. It's uh, a lot. When I hear people talk about pipelines running from here to there, first of all, I think the one that a lot of people referenced that was supposed to run from Canada down to Mexico through the United States, that was all going to ship crude oil, I think, to Mexico. I mean, not to Mexico, but to uh, China. And there, there, there's a lot of people who, I mean, if you read into this stuff, right, if you, if you really start digging around, you'll understand a lot more that it's just not a president comes in and gas goes up. That, that's not how that works. <laughs> but there are a lot of things that the prices are going up. Well, it's not just gas. Not- gas, I have never in my life seen it quite like this. Although I did have another one of my friends who is actually, he's an accountant, really learned in such things, but he was explaining to me a little more in depth about, you know, the trading in oil and how it drives the price of fuel up. And I mean, what's happening in Ukraine and all of that stuff, you know, d- does add to it. There are world events and certain policies that can affect it, but that's I mean, you don't you just don't look at a guy that's sitting in the White House and go, it's his fault. Like he's no. just pushing the buttons no. on mean, the gas. In reality, it's there, there's it's just not. So but, gas is I've never seen gas this expensive. No, okay, we are in southern Minnesota. Now, I, I reference this stuff because when we did radio here, we were always, it was a terrestrial radio tower, 100,000 watt, that got us into northern Iowa and then throughout the state of Minnesota, about you know into the Twin Cities and around. And we still have all of that audience, but now, for some reason, I don't know why. Let's throw it up for Connecticut. We, we, <laughs> why is that? I, I don't know. What is it about the East Coast? Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts? Um, it's fun. Maine, we do. It's it is fun. You know, it's fun to have people, and we we welcome you, and it's good to have you along. But I can tell you, in southern Minnesota, the last time I checked, which was yesterday, it was four eighty a gallon, four seventy nine nine. Excuse me, but four eighty a gallon for regular unleaded diesel. I think five fifty five. Five fifty five was the last time I saw that for diesel and premium unleaded, unleaded right around that diesel mark. So I only commute like a mile to my office, right? So I don't get gas very often. I think I got gas a week and a half ago, and it was four thirty eight, and I was like, "This is insane." It, well, now it's like fifty cents more. The funny thing is, you know, normally and 
normally I wouldn't let gas weigh into any decision making, but I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not, this actually crossed my mind the other day. Now we live in Mankato, Minnesota, which is about an hour South of Minneapolis. And, uh, I like to venture out in the summer. And since I'm working from home this summer, I have Clara home. And uh, Noah is spends part-time here, part-time with his dad. And Clara's more of the adventurous get out and do like go visit someplace type person. So I, I, I try to pick a spot on Thursdays when it's just me and her. And uh, we went to uh, Medelia, which is about, uh, you know, between what about a little over 20 miles away from Mankato. And it actually registered in my head how much is this going to cost me to drive yeah. down there. I mean, I'm serious. A round trip, you know, with the mileage I get in our SUV, it probably cost me 10 bucks in gas. And those are the things that people who haven't thought of those kind of things before. Right. Or they those kind of things haven't registered. They're starting to consider them before they make plans to go out of town right. or like the summer road trips. Yeah. I mean, are those going to be a thing this summer? Well, I, th- I think so, but I mean, it, it. But you'll you'll think about it, and you'll take it into consideration as far as distance and mm-hmm. and what it will cost you. Because I mean, we went down there first to a sweet shop. We she wanted some fudge and, and a little and a small serving of ice cream, and I'm like, I'm going to spend as much on gas driving to get there as you do on the, on the on actual the product itself. <laughs> right. Talking to my mom, I want to get up home. I grew up near the uh, Canadian border which is about six and a half hours north of where we're at. And I am figuring that trip in gas alone, just going up and back is going to be about 180 bucks. Yep. Wild. And then that's you see, insane. And then you see the people with the big trucks and the full size. I'm not, le- I'm not leaving the state. I know. That's but, but and we don't live in California. Right. Well, how much is gas in California? It's over six bucks a gallon, and and the distance. I'm I, I'm refer- referencing oh, if you were to oh, oh. if you were to drive from like San Diego, yeah. If you were yeah. to drive from San Diego to north of San yeah. Francisco, it'd be. But I mean, still in Minnesota, it's a long stretch from down where we're at all the way up to the Canadian border. So it'll cost me. I'm get as of right now about 180 bucks. Go. You better go next week. It's. I know because it's going <laughs> to continue to go even up. More. Is there a cap? I suppose not. No. No. So it just goes and up e- and up forever and or even, well, will it even out? I don't understand how these things work. I don't. Well, I'm not as learned as most people are that, that are that, that you see like on CNBC and stuff like that, because I don't, I don't know anything about that type of economics, but I know enough to know that when somebody just points the finger at one individual and says they're responsible, that it's not true. I've had that explained to me. And it, it, again, it's, Supply and demand. That's basically it. Could we see $10 a gallon? God, I hope not. Right. That's what I'm trying to grasp. I really hope not. Like, is there a limit? Or will it start to come down? Or what needs to happen in order for it to do so? You know what? I wish I had all the answers. And I'm sure that there's some some gentlemen in Washington that would like to be able to figure that out as well. Right? But, uh, you know, again, there's probably people listening right now that know a lot more than I do, but I know that you can't point the finger at one individual and go, it's your fault, because <laughs> that's not how it is. And it's not just gas. It's utilities. It's housing. It's car prices. It's 
groceries. I can I mean, tell you food that prices are outrageous and I don't even do the grocery shopping I, anymore. I can tell you this, that it, again, I, I, I saw a guy break it down that about, if you go back 40 years ago into the early eighties during Reagan's first term as president, you know, granted gasoline was a buck 30 or something like that, a gallon, but it, 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 with inflation, it's very comparable to what we're experiencing right now. But it's a little bit higher right now. This is as high as I've ever seen it. I mean, it's bonkers to me to look at a gas pump and fill a midsize SUV and spend 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? That's crazy, right? To me, or more, right? I mean, these guys that are filling up their their trucks, I'm, yeah. talking, I'm talking about class A semis, and they're showing, they're posting pictures of eleven and twelve hundred dollars. That's what's driving the price of what I a lot of the things. Wait, the that shipping you, costs, yes, grocery stores and things like that. But fuel is the one thing you'll see a lot of people complain about. And I'm with you, man. I'm like, I hate paying it these sucks. prices. I hate paying these prices, and it just makes everything more expensive because with the truckers, right? They have to, mm -hmm. and diesel is way more than just unleaded gasoline right now. So it's driving everything up. But we got to go electric. But well, you know, don't get me started on that fight because was people, there a fight about oh, that? Yeah, well, there's people that were like, yeah, it's just don't like you know. electric's not the answer. Yes, I hear. I would like that's that. my voice for people who I argue. Would, <laughs> I would love to have. Well, I, the way I look at it, I bought the the vehicle I'm currently driving new in 2019. And that, it was that year's model. And I thought to myself, by the time I'm done with this and I get into the mid-20s, late 2020s, after it's paid off and I get to that point where I'm probably going to be looking for a new vehicle, that that next one would be electric. Mm -hmm. That's that's the goal. Especially now. Yeah, that's the goal anyways, right? So, well, because I have a, 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 a guy in the Marine Corps that I follow that's moving from Camp Lejeune, which is... In, the East coast to camp Pendleton where I was stationed in, and he's just got his transfer papers and he's moving from Lejeune to Pendleton, which is literally coast to coast. He's driving and he owns a Tesla and everybody was like, Oh, never going to make it. Well, yeah, no, it's like, but there are charging stations. He mapped it out. And like, they're everywhere. Right. And, and you're only going to see more, even in the town that we live in here, they're, they're starting to pop up. Mm -hmm. Right. You're going to see them. And I think you can get, uh, I mean, there was incentives there for a while with Excel and everybody else to have actually the charging station installed in your home, this your is garage. So superficial, but they have to come up with a design for these electric cars that makes them cuter. <laughs> well, I think they will, and I think that you're going to because a lot of them, I think, look uh, almost like futuristic. Yeah, do I don't know. So? I just there's not one out there except for um, that electric. Audi SUV, right, which is like a billion dollars, but there's not one out there that I would really, for me and my taste, gravitate towards. Right, but I, I I'm all about electric. We have an electric lawnmower. I have an electric chainsaw. I have an electric weed eater. Uh, what else do we have that's electric? A lot of the, uh, like just things. I mean, just like maintenance stuff for around the yard. And sure. The, home. Yeah. The, the only thing we don't have right now is an electric vehicle go electric well, and then you don't saying, have to complain about the gas well, it's going it's going to happen it's not oh, a sure. it's not a matter of if it, 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 we're, we're headed that way in the rest of the world especially europe has already kind of trended in that direction but it will happen 
there's not even a question in my mind. It, you know, I don't know how much of it or to what extent we'll see in the next, you know, 10 years, but it's coming. So fuel, that was the first thing that everybody noticed, but it's driving the price of everything up. Food. Isn't it weird that like, especially, uh, well, they said that like meat and poultry, obviously that, that is, I guess meat, but things like that. And I, I would love to talk to somebody who has a, a better grasp on why. I mean, literally breaking it down. I understand feed, right? All of that stuff, and then shipping and all of the things that go with it. What I found interesting was that um, they're saying produce is not as affected as meat, which is interesting because that, that still has to be grown and shipped. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And, this and, is kind of just more like a vent session than an information session. Right, but 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 I'm saying of all of the things that are look at the interest rates for home buyers. Um going up. Yeah. Like from an all-time low to are, aren't they over 5% yes. now? Yeah. I mean it's not again and I hear this a lot because I remember in the 80s people paying twice that. Mm-hmm. Which is I can't even imagine. I can't imagine paying 10%. No. Right? Because there was a bunch of people with the refinancing and all of that happening shortly after the pandemic began. There was a ton of people. A ton of people because the the rates were so low. Yeah. It was through the, I mean, actually, they went through the floor. So, but literally everything is going up. And I'm wondering how is this going to affect things moving forward because I've never seen it quite like this. I think it's going to affect a lot of people's buying habits and leisure spending or recreational spending or whatever you want to call it. Like for vacations? Yeah. And, and, and yep. things like that. I think that. you'll see people stick closer to home, do more of like the staycation, which is fine. I mean, but I don't I don't th- I don't think that's going to happen. I th- what, do you, what do you think I, is going to happen? I, th- I think people are going to go. I, I don't think it's going to change Americans' lifestyles. I think we're just going to pay more money and continue to complain about it. But what about the people who are living paycheck to paycheck and people who are were struggling before the prices skyrocketed? Right. That, that does happen. I mean, I agree. I mean, I understand that. Especially people that have long commutes. Yeah. On an hourly wage, you know, who who were, you know, on right around that medium or, or below income, mm-hmm. right? That Then it becomes a, a real issue. There's a ton of Americans that will just complain about it and continue to pay it. Of course. I mean, that's just. Well, and some people will, I mean, you have to eat. You can change your habits, your, your grocery shopping habits. If you need to, but, but isn't it, I mean, you still have to buy groceries. But it, it, it's funny that before any of this began to unfold, it's funny to watch, uh, or actually look back and watch like the uh, your, your time hop and stuff like that, because beef and things like that had been going up for a while, mm-hmm. right? And now with all of this heaped on top, some of it's literally gotten out of control. Okay, so I. Grew up on a beef farm, so don't at me, but beef is not, I can go without it. I can live without beef. But you say the so, same thing about pork. Correct, because we also had hogs. <laughs> I ate a ton of beef and pork growing up, and it's just, 
I can I can leave it. So what is the price of beef or what is it compared to what it was six months ago? I don't have look here. Let me run down a quick list for you of some of the things that uh, I've stumbled across. Okay. Okay. Th- this is from Forbes, by the way. Meat, poultry, fish, and eggs has seen a fourteen point three percent increase. Jeez. This is over the past twelve months, by the way. One year. Fruits and vegetables, seven point eight percent. Now, granted, that's only about half of meat, but still it's an increase. Electricity, over 11%. Utilities, piped like gas services, for example, 22%. 22%, okay? Furniture and bedding, right? 15%. Household cleaning products, 10%. 10%. And rent and primary residences, almost 5%. So when you start adding all of that up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, oh, people just complain and keep spending it. Like they're at some point, people are going to have to make changes. Yeah, that was from That's uh, a lot of increase. Right. That's from May last month, May 2022, Forbes. And uh, that is a 12-month increase. That's bananas. The, the problem is wages haven't gone up that much to match. Exactly. And it usually, and that never, that almost never does. So, but I'm just wondering at what point will it, will peoples in this country, because you, I never really see it. It doesn't stop most people. They complain about it, but it doesn't change their lifestyle. It will start, I would think with small changes. Like maybe buying less meat. Here's what I'm wondering. And I, I know it's hard to think about this already, but okay, we're... we're Christmas. We're, well, we're in the middle of June. <laughs> I'm I know, wondering, I know. Will, will this be the year that retail takes a hit during the holiday season? Will this be the year? I hope not, especially for our small businesses. But again, looking at those numbers, and they're, it's not like those prices have increased to that point and then stopped. Prices are continuing to go up. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, it is. It's like at some point, people are going to have to make choices. I, yeah. And I don't know why it is, but gas is always the immediate barometer that sets people off. You yeah. want to know why? Because we're always stopping at the pump and it's something you notice. And when your vehicle is about empty and that little light comes on and, and we decide to stop and get gas, unlike you. You don't stop and get gas. You run nope. that. You run <laughs> until you. I, I cannot believe that you have not run out of gas. You have in your in the past. Once. You have in the past. One time. You run it right down to nothing. And, and that's almost a mistake now. You want to know why? Because you're going to pay more because it keeps going up. I know. I, I almost want to stop and top off every time I'm out now. <laughs> I do. I don't care if I need five bucks. It doesn't matter. I know it's going to be more expensive tomorrow. It's true. That's where we're at. It's so true. And you're right. I do wait until the very last minute. I hate getting gas. It like getting out and it's windy and like waiting and it throws my schedule off. So I wait till the very last second when I'm like at two miles on my little odometer thing. Do you pay attention to the price? To a point. I mean, I'm aware of the price. Do you look at it? 
as you're pulling into the station? Sure. Do you notice the change? Yes. And I notice it when I'm driving around. Because I know that there are some people who just, they're like, I can't. I, I've heard like this. There's nothing you can do about that's it. That's what I've like heard. You, yeah. you have to have gas. I've heard the argument. They're like, there's nothing I can do anyway. So I'm not even going to, I don't care. I'm just going to pull up and, and fill up. Although I could walk to work if push came to shove. I'm not a big fan of that for this reason. By the time you got there, you may be a little sticky. I Especially if you look at the forecast heading into next week when we're in the 90s and it's humid. <laughs> you don't have to worry your about yourself. It would your be coworkers would not, would not appreciate <laughs> sitting in an, in, in an office environment with you throughout the day if you showed up smelling like that. And I, and I do have a collaborative workspace. I've, there's three of us in a large office. So I, they would probably appreciate it if I wasn't stinky. The question I have with all of what I've just listed. That, that list that I just came up with, with all of that, what for most people would be the first thing that would take a hit that you're willing to sacrifice to save a little money? I think people will just shop differently for groceries. I think you'll see people get more creative. Maybe Will, will you see people opt more for like Walmart or Aldi? I, I think so. Yeah, I think people will seek out the lower priced or like discount stores. And I sh- I've shop at Walmart and Aldi, not consistently, but I do. The Is what really drives me crazy is the price discrepancy between- Yeah, like on, a, on, a, right. on the same product. I know. There's a coffee creamer that I like that's um, almond milk coffee creamer. And it is two to $3 more at certain places than others. Right. Same brand, same flavor, everything. Two to Three dollars more. That's why when when they start talking about the prices of meat and poultry and things like that, the price discrepancy between two places in town that are less than a half a mile apart, I don't understand how that works. That's where I get confused because I know for a fact that both of them are major players in grocery. So I don't get how they can have one can have prices uh-huh. twice of what the others is. I don't get it. That's what I think you'll see first. When people start having to make changes, they'll they'll do more shopping around. They'll do more price checking. They'll go to more places to get what they, before they change their habits, they'll price check and go to more places to get what they actually want at a lower price. Right. Is what I think you'll see first. And then if it continues or if the discount stores prices start going up, then I think you'll see people change their habits on their actual eating. Do you think what they're so eating. you're saying that grocery will be first? I don't know why. I don't know if that's just because that's where I would go first. But it's a big expense for people. It is. It's huge. So it especially feels if you're like, feeding a family. Right. It feels like gas prices you can't really change. You can do less unnecessary driving, you know, but if you're commuting yeah, it's going pretty to your difficult office, to get away going from to meetings, that. you can't really help that it's pretty difficult to get away we don't have where we live like a very good public transit system so that's not an option no um so to me food grocery that budget would be the first one that you would look at and maybe less like dining out would be another area i don't know trying to what one thing that stood out to me and immediately i I thought of because i was sitting here thinking like well what what would it be and then i thought Well, there's things like, for example, the Minnesota Twins are having a very good year. 
I mean, very good. It's it's looking, and I'm cautiously optimistic, like they're going to be playing in October in the playoffs this year. They have a really good team. And we've... We went to a game. Mm-hmm. We know what it costs. It's very expensive. Yeah, it, it is. Especially we went with a family of four, yeah. right? And uh, and I was wondering while we were there, I'm like, well, where is everybody? And the Yankees are in town this week. And I looked at the crowds on television, and it was half capacity mm-hmm. maybe. And normally when the Yankees are in town and the Twins are doing well, that is a big, big draw. And I was, I looked at that and I'm like, well, why on earth, you know? And it, the weather's been beautiful. Right. It was absolutely gorgeous and still maybe half capacity. I, I think and I'm wondering if it's that stuff those like that. kind of activities, especially with a family, that's like a once a summer treat. If you want decent tickets, okay, if you want decent tickets, let's say, because I, I mean, you can get cheaper ones, especially if you watch some of the people that want to bail on games, if you like StubHub and stuff like that, or... Re- yeah. resale on Ticketmaster. Right. But let's say you average and you want you want all right seats 40 bucks a ticket. Okay? So it's 160 in for a family of four just for the tickets. You're going to pay 20 bucks to park if you want decent parking. Yep. So you now you're up to 180 and then all of your concessions I would say a minimum, a bare minimum of 50 bucks. Oh yeah. So I would yeah, say if you're a family of four and you're having a hot dog or an, a you know, the little twins hat ice cream thing. And any other thing that your kids shade you into. You're looking at about 250 bucks for a, an afternoon or an evening up at, at Target Field in yeah. downtown Minneapolis. And don't forget the gas to get there. <laughs> if, if, if it's the Vikings, you're 500 plus. Oh, God. Yeah. The Vikings have priced themselves out of it's Well, it's any getting to that family. point. So I was thinking maybe it's those types of things because... From you know, and I love sports, but I can watch them at home mm-hmm. and have a much better seat in my living room. And we we went to a Twins game, yeah. over Memorial Day weekend, and that was like our only outing for the weekend, right? And I I can tell you this, and I'm I really like to go to to baseball games, but both of our kids are still at that point when we get to a game. They want to wander around and go do the kids' activities. There's they're, a lot of moving. Yeah, they're not sitting, either of them. They're not going to sit in the seat and watch the game. So we're not there yet. So I kind of feel like, why did I pay for that? I know. You know? I'm like, we should have just paid for like the $10 ticket up top. Or just walk in. Just... Can you walk in and just stand out on the plaza? <laughs> because that's what you're going to you're gonna be moving in 10 minutes anyways. For real. Right? But I'm just wondering, that's the question I have this morning. It What will be, what would be... If, if there is something, what would be the first thing or will be the first thing to take a hit as you start to cut back on spending with inflation, run, with inflation running rampant like it is? What would be the first thing? To me, it would be activities like that. Definitely. The Twins games yeah. or something or Vikings or something like that. Because everything else is so much more affordable, whether it's the movies, whatever right? Going to the zoo, that wasn't bad. I took Clara a couple of weeks ago, and for both of us, and parking, it was like 40 bucks, and then I uh, wound up getting a few, th- but it was still, the whole thing was, the whole afternoon was under $80. But that was just the two of you. Right. So double that for a family of four. Well, you, yeah, exactly. You I'm know? just saying, but if you look at that, I'd still say that would be one of the things, you get a lot more out of it. 
than a Twins game. Yeah, I, I, to me, I mean, as far as the experience for the kids, not for myself, but for right. the kids, for right. the family, if it was up to me, I'd sit at Target Field every night. <laughs> every night that they're in town, I would be I would be there, right? That would be like a dream come true for me. But it, it, it I think it will be things like that. Yeah. I don't because I, I don't think the family vacation's going away. You can't stop driving. You're going to eat, <laughs> right? It's things like that. Yeah, and if you you know, the, of, of course, there's are there's some families that are already at that point where they've eliminated those kind of outings, and now they're looking at more. How do I cut back on on necessities? Like, what can I change about my lifestyle versus just not doing something? Right. Well, it, it's, it's not fun. This. It's this is not Friday ish. No, no, but it's the no, but I think it's something people are thinking about as we it head into we head into is. the heart of summer now, yep. right? Because we've got a long it's just we're just underway with summer 2022 and after what we've been through for the past couple of summers, people aren't going to let this one just slide. They're I know. like <laughs> I saw a meme. I saw a meme it was like finally they let us out. For a summer, and it costs five hundred dollars a day. <laughs> right. I mean, that's where we're at. For but, real. And that's why people aren't going to stop. They're not going to. This is. I mean, the pandemic stuff. Everything that they've done with all of that. That's Americans are so sick of it. They're not. There's nothing. We talked about this earlier in the week. There's nothing that you can throw at America right now that will send them back into that mode. Like the... They're not going to do it. Hibernation nope, mode. No, they will not do it again. There's nothing, literally. I I'm, I, I believe that. And I think that... And gas tar- prices are like, let me stop you right there. No. <laughs> well, look at what Target. They figured it out in a hurry. And those guys are not stupid, right? They're like, you know what? We're not going back into this. It's not going to happen. Let's sell off all of this stuff that we had I'll stocked be- up on. And for the inventory, as right. far as inventory for pandemic-related lifestyles, and let's just move on because that's where we're headed. It'll be interesting to see how they do with their sales on those like blowout items that we talked about the other day. Like, are people spending like that, even even if it's discounted? Well, if you ask Clara, well, <laughs> she thinks we have a money tree, but Target is her store as well. Yes, yes, she does. <laughs> she loves. Loves the Target boutique. I, I just don't know of a store in America that plays the game better than Target. No, sure. Yeah, I just, yeah. I honestly, it's just, they're so they good. They got at it going it. on because they're they not got something for everyone. They're not high end, but they're not comp- they're not on the low end. They're, they find themselves right in the middle, and they've got the sweet spot, and they've got all of the things that you want. Mm-hmm. All of and it. it's displayed pretty and, and all admit, bright colored. And their customer service is, is good. Yeah, the team at our local Target is awesome. They have it figured out. It's not even a question. So, but Has Clara and, brainwashed you? No. Did Clara tell you that? It is just, well, <laughs> the funny thing is I told the story the other day how we walked in there. and Because Noah wanted to shop for some baseball cards. We made his stops first at other stores. She walks into Target, gets right in the front door by Starbucks, and she says, I'm here. Throws her hands up in the air. And I'm like, oh, God, she loves Target. And we've all felt like that walking into Target before. And then she's like, we need. I'm here. And the first thing she says, we need to get a card. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, because I need paper towels and toilet paper. Which probably costs $20. And laundry soap. (laughs) But back to our original point, again, with inflation running as rampant as it is, I want to know, what's the first thing 
that will take a hit on your list of expenses. Yeah. Where are you going to try to save money? Because I think at some point, it doesn't matter if you can afford it or not. It's just the defiant nature of us all going, I am not right. going to pay that. I'm not that. paying right? $7 for a bag of chips. Right. So we want you to tell us what will be that first thing on your list of expenses that will take a hit with inflation the way it is. Again, you can find all of our social media accounts and us on our website at georgeandjess.com. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Monday morning with a brand new episode at 6 a.m.